Welcome to A Woman's Brew, where women talk about beer. In today's episode, we head back to the pumpkin patch for our yearly episode of Pumpkin and Pumpkin Spice Beers. I'm Joanne and this is Tori. Hello. And we're two beer-loving women on a mission to get more people drinking and talking about great beer. Come join us. Uh, here we are in our orange t-shirts. No, I can't <laughs> see it. What re- what I really love. So mine's actually like a Solvay Society yeah. one, um, and I got this one because it's like I was buying stuff from Solvay. I was like, I really want to buy something. I like buying stuff from yeah. breweries. You're like, a merch. When I put in order, You're a I'm merch hound. Oh, definitely a merch hound. <laughs> um, and I was like, oh, like if I see a shirt that's like interesting or whatever, and I was like, you don't often see orange shirts. Yeah, I think the only other people I've seen doing orange shirt were elusive. So. Mm. And I'd already had one of their shirts and it was not orange. So I went and I got this. Um, and again, as usual, mm. you can vouch, we have not <laughs> synced up at all. <laughs> no. uh, we just no. both showed up wearing orange shirts. We literally logged in and I was yeah. like, nice shirt. <laughs> yeah, we're both in orange. I've, I have not got a beer related one. I don't think I've got an orange. I've not got an orange beer shirt. I do have a pumpkin beer shirt but i think it's a witchwood one and i can't remember where i put it <laughs> i do so feel instead... like i should have worn my shipyard pumpkin oh, head you should have worn your... yeah you should have worn that yeah. uh, mine is a 2012 happy halloween shirt from old navy <laughs> <laughs> i like it it's got, and it's got a pile of skulls a crow, and a, a, a raven, raven. Ra- yeah i was gonna say is that a raven yeah. it's a raven yeah a raven probably raven a raven girls yeah um Love it, absolutely love it. Uh, I mean, we're still wait. being spoopy, even though it's it is not spoopy. Halloween. It is spoopy, even though it's not Halloween. Yeah. Um, and I think it's hilarious because, like, I went to go record, and everyone in my household at the moment was like, "Oh, are you wearing your orange shirt for spoopies?" And they're like, <laughs> "Why are you? Why are you getting spoopy after Halloween?" And I was like, "Because it's not spoopy. It's pumpkins, guys." Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say, well, we're on the topic of pumpkins. You gave me my. I did. Christmas I gave you your Christmas present. And if you're watching the, the video, wow! It's a Starbucks PSL mug, and it says "Spooky Bitch" on it. Yeah, <laughs> it's got a fun little. It's got a little charm, charm on it. On it that like it's PSL. proper. It's proper basic it's, bitch. Pumpkin I was gonna say it's the most basic, it. and I That's love it, it. <laughs> um, so much. And also, where the mouth part is, yeah, uh, also could function as a handle. It's <laughs> so good. Like I, I loved those. I think I, I took it out with a package, and I, I took it out in the, this ASMR of this thing. Like, <laughs> it is the, the charm just banging so, around. Um, I took it out knowing what it was because I could see the charm, and I was like, "Oh my god!" And then she's like, "Turn it around, though." And then I was like, "What? Bam!" It says "spoopy bitch" on it around the Rome age, mm-hmm. and I was like, "This is amazing." Um. Brick then came in and vouched and said, yes, you are a spoopy bitch. And I was like, thank you. Appreciate you. Um, so, yeah, it, it is known. So it that is. was pretty effing cool. And I thought as it's a pumpkin episode, I would show this one off. But before we get into the beer, maybe we should do a little bit of housekeeping. Because yes. we had Brass Castle on either the episode or two episodes before this one. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Two. I think, yeah, two, two episodes. Probably two before this one. Um, and we had a follow-up from Nathan sent across with just a little a little message Hi, Nathan. to share. So Joe, do you do you want to read? Do you want me to read it? You can read it because I haven't got it open. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I, I realized I realized yeah. after I said that that I was like, I'm actually the one that's gonna open. So yeah. um I will read his message. Uh so yeah, he sent us this follow-up email again, just to remind you, they were so 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 generous. Mm. They gave us a 10% um one-time only discount code and that is just a woman's brew it's in the show notes of that episode yeah um but yeah so incredibly lovely. like try this stuff we've also uh managed to joe and i managed to sneak our own messages on the bottom of some cans of bad kitty and of christmas kitty so if you want to know what messages we put on the bottom you're going to have to buy them use this 10 percent off code um you're gonna have to buy them and then you'll have to figure out which one of us put the message on which one <laughs> of the cans and you'll have to figure out what they mean so that will be fun let us know tag us in things yeah tag tag us if, us. You so if you actually get it and you know it's, it's one us. that we that we did 
<laughs> it would be fun to see people buying like bad kitty and it's a message that they're like what is that um but yeah nathan wants to pass along the message of um he said some advice i'd like to pass on to any of your listeners who like me are considering whether it's worth it it is and and that means um making a career jump is what he's referring to if you listen to that following episode, your dreams following your dreams potentially that means making a career jump maybe that just means uh pursuing a podcast or anything else like that um his advice was email your local brewery, ask to come and peek behind the curtain, get stuck into a brew day. It makes beer taste all the better when you know what goes into it. And don't be dissuaded if the communication takes time. Now, on the other side of the fence, I know things can just get away from you in a brewery and replying even to my partner can go out of the window. Sorry, Beth. That was <laughs> that was a message from Nathan. And I wholeheartedly agree with that. I, I have always said that I think people looking at some criticisms that people make of breweries and and certain beers and um not that they're not you know valid or not that sometimes it's not warranted but I do think sometimes people think things are easier than they are or that things should just be quote unquote like a certain way um and until you actually kind of know what goes into a brew day or what goes on behind the scenes it, it it can make it seem maybe a little bit um easier than the reality is and I have always said that I I mean I'm in full agreement with what you said there you want to get stuck in if if you identify as female go to international women's collaboration brew day if you can um that will give you a good experience there and someone will talk you through it or yeah if you just have a brewery local to you as you said email them try to get stuck in see what you can do and maybe you decide it's not for you and then you've saved yourself a, a career jump or maybe you decide you absolutely love it and it confirms that that's what you want to do or maybe you see brewing's not for you but working at a brewery is in some other capacity so um yeah thanks for that Nathan. He, he's lovely like they were both so lovely and um you know, him and Sam were so so like it was such a fun time and they like they they were just a really good like chat and um I hope we do get to sort of go up and visit them and try yeah. the nitro kitty and uh hopefully we'll get to do that sooner rather than later because <laughs> I think it would just be absolutely awesome to do so um big love to them and yeah 10% off code go and try a brewery that makes all of their beers gluten-free um and if you don't want to if you don't want to try it for yourself say you're not a massive beer drinker yourself I don't know why you'd be listening to us but uh maybe it's not for you maybe you've got a massive collection and you're just trying to Christmas shop for somebody else that has um gluten intolerance this is the brewery you want to go to get them a mixed box on to our pumpkin beers yes first one I think we'll have to do will have to be a screaming pumpkin ale let's start with an american classic do you want to say the background oh, of kind see, of where we got well, this one from because yeah, i've got see, some feelings i was interested in what order you were going to put these in because i was like do we start with the american one because like does that then set the bar really high i think like i mean they're also why i think the thing is they're also wildly mm. different for the most part um I think the one that's going to follow this is probably the one that, if any of them will be, will be the closest. And mm. I actually kind of think maybe starting with an American one is the better way to sort of right, set the standard it. of what we're expecting. Or maybe, I don't know, I could, I might try it and go, not for me. <laughs> we're going to find, find out. out. So this over. is Screaming Pumpkin Ale from Griffin Claw Brewing Company. Uh, and we bought this through Brew Export um they had a pumpkin beer showcase which was this one and this one barrel aged uh we decided not to drink that one tonight we're gonna save it yeah i'm saving that for yeah. uh i don't know another occasion yes. <laughs> it will keep probably longer than this one will i will say i got some feelings because uh i do like brew export i like they get in some really really good stuff and I think some of it is I know they import for other you know for certain shops and also they import stuff that you just it's not the same selection of U.S. breweries that you tend to see in a lot of other places and their prices are beyond reasonable obviously we did an interview with them you can go listen to that um we've talked about them before and just how reasonable they are um 
I will say slightly disappointed because their pumpkin showcase was only two beers and it was yeah. only this in the barrel aged version. Barrel-aged and really. I thought if I anybody I excited when they first announced it, I, you were like, they're going to do a pumpkin showcase. And I was like, yes. Um, when they first announced it, I was like, oh, they've got to have some good stuff. And then we saw it and I was like, oh. I mean, so I thought if anyone good, was going to have it, I was like, like, I, I wanted, wanted to be more. greedy and I wanted like four <laughs> or six beers. Like, I wanted like a showcase. Like I wanted yeah. a case of pumpkin beers. Not all or the like, same. I wanted like, them to be different. Or like six. Like let's yeah. say like I was hoping like for six. like a variety yeah. of different ones because we're greedy. Yeah. We're both greedy. Uh, and also I thought if yeah. anyone was going to be able to deliver yeah. American be, pumpkin be beers or just pumpkin beers as a whole, I was like, yeah. they're going to be the ones to do it. And then I was just yeah. really sad when it was two. I'm still happy that I've got I'm any. St- yeah, we still got like it. We got some American pumpkin beer which we may not have done so you know props for that but shannon i want to like next year up the pumpkin like four (laughs) next year i want four in the pumpkin double it double it because i want all the pumpkin beers we're gonna buy it yeah i mean i say like we're gonna buy it as if like two people are making up like a profit margin because it's definitely not and i understand there's probably challenges there it's like you've got to import stuff you know it's gonna sell uh but it makes me sad because I just want more and I'm greedy. And I genuinely felt like overall across the board, even in the UK, I feel like we had more last year. Yeah, it felt like there wasn't It that felt many like there year. was more last year, but maybe it was yeah. just like I didn't look as hard for certain yeah. ones. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, let's open this and see how tasty it is. So this is an amber ale. Oh, I can smell the spices. Oh happiness oh yeah this smells as i expected to smell and it makes me happy it says on the can our autumn seasonal an amber ale brewed with roasted pumpkin in the mash then spiced with ginger allspice nutmeg and cloves spicy and refreshing a great tailgating beer (laughs) yeah i guess but i also don't know i guess i know why people tailgate in in autumn it says made in the mitt what does that mean uh, I think that's probably Michigan because is that the one that's the glove? The... I don't know. That's why I'm asking you. You're American. Oh, God, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'll look in a second, but I'm okay. fairly certain that it might be Michigan. I like that they've got on the back, they've got some quotes and yes. I absolutely love it. So there's only the knife knows what goes on in the heart of a pumpkin. <laughs> that's yep. from Simon Schwarzbart. Simone. Oh, Simone. <laughs> this is what I don't read. I'll let you Lady. read the. Fr- I'll let you read the. Fr- <laughs> I looked up who she was. I looked up who she was. Do you want me to read it? Right. Hold on. Hold on. There's quotes on the back. My favorite's the second one, so I'll let you read the first one. Okay. <laughs> okay. So it says, "Only the knife knows what goes on in the heart of the pumpkin," and that's by Simone Schwartz Bart, and she is a French novelist um, from Guadeloupian background. Oh, all right. That's I see you. I see you. Yeah. Um, then there's good people drink good beer, which is Hunter S. Thompson, of course. And obviously, as a person that went to school for journalism, uh, just Hunter S. Thompson fan. So um, I mean, I've seen that and, quite and as, on and as a hipster, like, I've seen that quite on many a bar. Yeah. Well, yeah, as a hipster and a student of journalism, I appreciate him nice. and it, even though it's I'm not. He's not a hero by any means, but. <laughs> There's respect there. Um, yeah, there's also, I would rather sit on a pumpkin and have it all to myself than be crowded on a velvet cushion. Henry David Thoreau. <laughs> like oh, that. yeah, I missed that one. That's a good one. Mm. Uh, I'm going to so check This beer is, is very nice and amber. Got a fluffy white head. Yes, it, it is Michigan. Sorry. Go, well <laughs> I was Googling in the background. Michigan is the mitt. It smells. <laughs> Looks like a mitt. It smells like cookies. It does, yeah. I get a lot of, um, I think ginger is probably the most prominent yeah. aroma out of all of them. But yeah, spiced cookies is really what it smells like. Yeah. Right, I'm drinking it. It has that like pumpkin, like it has that pumpkin ale aroma that I'm used to in like US pumpkin beers. So it's exactly as I expected. Oh my god, I like it. I'm a fan. I want more cinnamon. Uh, I actually think that this is very well Do you balanced. Think so, 
I think the thing is, it could have more cinnamon. However, I think that the balance of the flavors are really good. And if there was more cinnamon, it might actually throw off the balance of flavors. So I, so I, I think it's got more nutmeg and did it say a clove in it? Oh, uh, yep. I think I would like less nutmeg and clove, and I'd like more cinnamon. Oh, there's no cinnamon in it. There's no That's cinnamon why. in it. Oh, because it's got allspice instead. I think it like needs said, cinnamon. I could very much go with like cinnamon, like yeah. heavy cinnamon, because I love cinnamon. Um, put that shit on everything. I don't really, but on these type <laughs> of things, cinnamon everywhere. Check like... this. The next time we have dinner somewhere, I'm gonna see if she puts cinnamon <laughs> like on it. Steak, and you're like, actually, you say that. I have thrown cinnamon in things like making tacos, <laughs> and like when you have like spicy stuff, you just put like a little bit of cinnamon in, and it sort of makes some variation there, and it's love the flavors. Um, love cinnamon. However, I do think this is quite well balanced. And I think, yeah, it, like the flavors themselves, they're very prominent. They're no, like they're noticeable, bold flavors, unlike some where the spices in the pumpkin spice beers aren't as heavy as they could be. And I think um, this, um, this, like it really tastes like pumpkin. Yeah. Well, pumpkin in the sense of like when I think like pumpkin, when I think pumpkin spiced ale from the US, I do think of this taste to yeah. be fair um just to as as a reminder the five most common spices for pumpkin spice are cinnamon ginger nutmeg clove and allspice so this is pretty much just missing the cinnamon so i think that's why probably the aroma is much more heavily ginger yeah there's no cinnamon there to sort of come yeah. into that quite like it well, I think it's the clove and the allspice that are like mm-hmm. the nutmeg. Yeah, that's that really what I'm getting in. Come through now. That's what I'm getting in the taste. Oh, it like the smell of the spices are almost like it's like it feels like someone sprinkled a bit of the <laughs> like a pumpkin spice on yeah. the spot. Um, I feel like if I wanted to get all the hate, I would do a sugar. I was about to say, <laughs> like, have you not got yourself ready to do a sugar rim? I probably should have gotten ready. Oh, we could do that. <laughs> we could. I'm not going to do it now. <laughs> we could do that. Uh, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> that's good. I like that one. So I wonder what that one was. Uh, well, the barrel aged one was aged in. Oh, I have it. Oh, <laughs> as if by magic. <laughs> as if by magic. <laughs> uh, yeah, bourbon. Bourbon. Oh, okay. Bourbon. Uh, it says Imperial Pumpkin Ale aged in bur- bourbon barrels. So classic. Yes, yes. So I don't know if there's any actually further details. No, literally, that's the can. If you're watching the video, it quite literally is. It's just a dark one. It's called the Bip. point. Yeah, Bip, Bourbon Imperial Screaming Pumpkin. Um, there's no fun quotes on this one. To be fair, oh, that's sad. I quite like the label art of this one better. Yeah. It's more spoopy. You're looking at the yeah, definitely more spoopy. It's more f- yeah, more fun. Yeah. Um, if you're looking at the video, I've got them both up. They're both good, but this one's got the quotes, and this one's definitely got the uh, extra pizzazz to yeah. it. And it's so, got a gold top as well. Does have a gold top? I don't know yeah. why. I am kind of like a sucker for. I don't know. It just feels luxurious. <laughs> Makes it feel premium. It does actually. I think <laughs> like ooh, luxury. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um, I also have, which I got you one of, as part of my Christmas present. present. Part of your Christmas present, I got you the beer feelings chai cream beer sugar. I haven't used it yet. Haven't used it yet. And my parents brought it over with them after I ordered it over there. If you're watching the video, that's what it looks like. Yeah, it's just sugar. Now, now Natalie does these in tubs where you can actually just. Like they're dipping tubs now. Yeah. These are little boxes, and you have to put it on a on a saucer. But they're now coming in the tins that you can just dip the glass right into. And she's doing an espresso one. And I saw a video today where she recommended the espresso one Ooh. with berry sours, amazing, um, and cream ales, and and something else I thought was amazing. And I we don't like, really get oh, too many cream owls over we don't here, get, do we? I know, exactly, we don't get cream owls in the UK. It feels like over in the US American there's so thing. many cream owls and then I like you know what that is? to find one for something. No. So a cre- it's because a cream ale was um, the attempt at trying to get a light beer 
that was similar to a light lager but was still an ale to right. get like light lager drinkers into craft beer and into okay. into ale um so we don't really have them over here <laughs> because that wasn't a problem that we needed to work on <laughs> that's fair that is totally fair um but fair dues. Yeah. I just like I I tried to look for one for something in particular and I don't remember what it was I think it was yeah, for, it's, a, it's a very American beer, style I think when we did beer and candy pairings or something mm. there was like something in particular I had was like pairs really good with cream like cream out and I was yeah. like okay and I tried like finding something just to see if I might be able to get it and I was like immediately no like could not get like a golden candy. ale might be your closest over here fair Possibly. I wouldn't have even, to be fair, I wouldn't have even thought of that. I was just like, yeah. I can't find anything that's cream ale. So, yeah, but we don't, no, we don't really do cream <laughs> ales over here. There was, I think when I went up to Manchester a couple of times ago, we were in Bundabust and they had a cream ale on. And I was like, how was the cream ale? Because we never get one over here. <laughs> Should I try it? And everyone was like, no. <laughs> no offense, Bundabust. Absolutely not. <laughs> no offense, Bundabust. Your Vienna lager is perfection, but apparently the cream ale, not so much. <laughs> I, I've or maybe that's there. just that British palates don't like cream ale. Well, that's it. That can very much be a thing as well. And that's that's also, I think, kind of like partially why you don't... That's partially why you don't get the pumpkin yeah. spiced and pumpkin beers over here. It's like, I just... I mean, I've said it before on past episodes, and I'll say it again, because it just keeps proving itself to be correct. So many people over here do not like cinnamon. And the idea of pumpkin, even though most of the people that when I speak to them, they say they don't like it. And I say, have you tried pumpkin, anything pumpkin, anything pumpkin spice? They say no. And then they happily eat a Christmas cookie, which is like made <laughs> up of a majority same. of the same spices. Yeah. Um, I just think sometimes it's a, like, can't get your head around. We'll eat a butternut squash and other gourd. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have Christmas cookies with all the same spices. But for some reason, put a pumpkin in a beer and it's shit however i appreciate when it comes to brewing because before we move on to the next one what i will say is i kind of i was looking up facts and everything else Mm -hmm. and i saw like there was a few different websites that talked about like preparing a pumpkin for brewing Mm -hmm. um and i'm gonna guess (laughs) another reason beyond just the fact that people like to go i'm not pitching a pumpkin in a beer uh, I think part of it may be, be there's obviously a higher risk of getting stuck mash when you have, when you're brewing a pumpkin from what Oh I yeah, definitely. And so I imagine part of it is if it's not going to make money because people don't like it, I'm not going to do even more. And also <laughs> the pumpkins we have over here are generally, I think I've said this before, like they're grown for size so that people can carve them. They're not grown for eating really i've got and, some fun facts i mean on all those. oh good yeah. i'm excited i'll save those but yeah yeah because i like i've had a pumpkin and roasted it here and it's just not the same as getting like a u.s pumpkin or like because you have like sugar pumpkins and things like that like much sweeter ones yeah. than we do and that's that will definitely be to do with breeding so i'm excited to yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. about that i got some facts on my pumpkins Yay. but um yeah, yeah for- can we crack this next one yeah because yeah, yeah. I was in I'm excited I'm the most excited for this I was in Edinburgh um and I was in Fierce and they had it on draft and I didn't have any because I knew this this can was here so I wanted oh, to be my good surprise by when it opens yeah I was like I'm not I want to try can it can I just say I'm really proud of you for showing restraint because I, right? I probably wouldn't have done the same I probably would be I like I'm would. having it no I know you would um but for anyone that can't figure out what we're talking about, it's pumpkin spice latte from Fierce and it's a spiced yes. amber ale. And also, if anyone does follow my Instagram, you would have seen that I did a Fierce pumpkin this year as one of my pumpkin carvings. And I specifically did it because it was the first pumpkin beer that I saw announced for the year. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, that's it. You have earned yourself Ooh. a pumpkin design. This smells like coffee. I wonder if it's going to be similar to like... Obviously, it's not because it's a different style, but I wonder if it will be similar to like Elusive's Carving Yams, where there's cinnamon in it and there's pumpkin in it, and there there are like there are all those flavors, but yeah. it it does come through more heavily roasty. So on the can, it says packed with all the autumnal flavors that you'd expect from a PSL: ginger, nutmeg, cinnamon, coffee, and vanilla, set against a sweet malt biscuit backbone. <laughs> that sounds delicious. It smells amazing. It smells. It does smell amazing. Oh. Again, coffee biscuit vanilla 
It does. It, I feel like it all. It, I feel like it all does come through for me. There's not enough cinnamon aroma that's yeah. coming through. Not that I'm not saying there's not enough cinnamon, but I think in terms of spice aroma, it's not as heavy as like the American one. But I really like the aroma that I'm getting. It's slightly it's- lighter than the American amber. Right, I'm going in. Oh my god, I love that because it's it's like you get the roastiness up front for me, like roastiness up front with a little bit of like spice there. And then it kind of goes like biscuity vanilla at the end. Yeah, it's roasty, coffee, biscuit, spices, and then coffee and vanilla kind of in the linger at the end. It's tasty. It is tasty. Um, As we're talking about pumpkin spice lattes because of this beer, do you want to know what goes into a pumpkin spice latte at Starbucks? Sure. I feel like we should be drinking this out of our PSL cups, though. Should, Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's a lot to like. Put in a, PSL yeah. cup. Um, <laughs> agree, though. <laughs> uh, so, what the recipe, according to like what I've seen online, mm-hmm. the recipe is comprised of like these main ingredients, which are um, milk. Then there's a pumpkin spice sauce. That's what it's called. But what's actually in that pumpkin spice sauce, apparently, is mostly just a mixture of sugar condensed milk and pumpkin, uh, pumpkin puree. Yeah. The pumpkin puree was added in 2015 because there were complaints that there was no real pumpkin in the pumpkin spice. I was saying to you earlier when we were chatting, not on camera, that basically, yeah, they had added that. And that's why if you were drinking PSLs like I was pre-2015, they just looked a bit normal. And in the last however many years it's been now, I can't do the quick maths. (laughs) Um, <laughs> I that's not one of my skill sets seven. I don't pretend it is exactly yeah uh, in the last seven years 100% I knew that um, yeah it's gotten more orange they're very orange now they're very yeah. orange now um, because they've actually added pumpkin puree mm. uh, and then it's brewed espresso whipped cream if you go for that I don't oh I always go for the whipped cream I don't because I get mine iced and no, I don't need you get that. yours cold and then you put a mica drizzle in it I do, but I wasn't going to say that because that's not one of the main ingredients. That's just my hack, top tip. Uh, and then, yeah, vanilla syrup. They do put vanilla syrup in that, which yeah. is why it's interesting that actually this yeah. has vanilla syrup. And then pumpkin spice topping, which is a blend of cinnamon, nutmeg, ginger, and clove, which I say no whip and all the all the, the sprinkles on top. I say give me all the things. I'm like, give me the sprinkles. And then I go top tip, throw in a mocha shot, and it's... <laughs> fucking amazing no I don't, I don't want chocolate in it it's a for a hot one a venti yeah. there's already 470 calories in right. it with two percent milk and then right. i'm like throw some mocha in that <laughs> <laughs> like what am i here for you that's my calories like, for the day uh no i like to say <laughs> no. that's my calories no. for the day and then i'm like i just finished with that i don't um <laughs> but it's a good way to start my day yes uh when they have it this year they ended it they ran out didn't they yeah, like a week before Halloween, they were like, yeah, no, we're out. We were out since last week. And I was like, we're not even it's at the end of October me. right now. Right. Um, but my co-workers were happy because they stopped hearing me talk about pumpkin spice <laughs> quite soon. Well, first they had to yeah. hear me complain about the lack of pumpkin spice. But then I got over it and then they were happy because they didn't have to listen to me be basic anymore. So that's what goes into a pumpkin spice. I mean, girl, girl, you're still basic, like. We're basic yeah. all year round because oh, I would drink pumpkin spice all year round. I would, and arguably, like I feel like in the US, it's it's a full autumn thing. Yeah, and it starts like so so much sooner than. It and does you can here. get everything. You can get everything that's pumpkin spice. And if I lived there, I would like stock up on pumpkin spice creamer and pumpkin spice Starbucks beer coffee sachets, and I would just drink it. Hundred percent. Normally, my sister will send me some. This year, instead, she sent with my parents. Um, pumpkin pie filled like breakfast bars oh, like cereal bars or something that's exciting that, that was really nice I should have brought you one I've got some I'll send you one <laughs> um that was really nice uh and I had some pumpkin wafer cookies that my parents nice. brought those were also really did they good send, did they send you any pumpkin oreos no no pumpkin <gasps> oreos I had pumpkin so, pie ice cream got pumpkin bagels I was over there once and it was so good oh pumpkin bagels Ooh. Pumpkin pie pumpkin ice cream pie sounds ice cream. incredible. It was so good. And it was, I can't remember who made it, but I got it in Walmart 
and it, it did it have bits of like I think it was like pumpkin pie cheesecake as well. Oh, uh, I and think so it had little bits of base in it. It was so good. I want to say that. Oh, actually, that I was a Ben and Jerry's. Ben and Jerry's, ben ben and Jerry's, Jerry's did, did one, it. and I think I bought like loads and put them in the freezer. That was over here. No, this was this must have just been pumpkin pie, but it had it tasted of the spices and the pumpkin, but the crust as well. It was interesting. Yeah, I've had the, the Ben and Jerry's one and it was amazing and I loved it. And I just mm. hate that there's not more pumpkin no, pie. Yeah. Gonna make one for Thanksgiving. So, because we're gonna do Thanksgiving over here and I will make a pumpkin pie and it will be joyous and I will be happy. So, yay. yay. So, yeah, I, I quite like this one. This is good. Yeah. It's a good sipper. I think for me, it's a little bit thinner in terms of mouthfeel from like yeah. what I would, that what I would normally gravitate to. But I think. I'm not going to go like, oh, it's rubbish because of that. I think it's good. The flavours are all there. I just think of like, if this was a little bit thicker, it would be even more of a like banger. Yeah. Um, But this is really good. And I like all the mix of flavours that are in it. So it's good. Next up is our, so it's a little bit, we're going to do one that's like, pumpkin spiced pumpkin spice latte but a little bit of a twist and it's another yep. one where we talk about ones that are brewed every year um this is one that i had last year in a bottle and it yes. was brilliant blueberry pumpkin spice latte from vault city yeah this was toasted last year i'm excited to have this one again i love the paisley yeah label on it as well it's a fun can it is good um i i enjoyed last year's i think i had two i had one last year and one i saved and tried it again like summertime going mm-hmm. into the beginning of autumn and it was still good <laughs> still very very good so um, we had to cut that there for a minute because we both had eruptions <laughs> yeah from our cans it's aggressive do a, bit, do a bit of a cleanup like i had a lot well, of a cleanup <laughs> If you want to go on YouTube and look at my video, I've literally got a glass that looks like it might be blueberry pulp. I've got the top That's what of came my out can. first. I, I wiped my can off. Yeah. And, it's and still... it just keeps going in like, so Rick tried to dab the top of it. And I was like, nice. don't do that. Because when you do that, it just comes out more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I did that. I didn't even have it. What the problem was, it wasn't even fully cracked initially. Yeah. Um, I started to crack it. That's when it erupted. I thought I would try to catch it all. And then I made my way very swiftly to the kitchen for the rest. There was a trail. Rick's had to help me clean it up. I'm very sticky. Things are covered in blueberry pulp slash spices or something. Um, And then I finally, when it was in the sink, cracked it all the way. So it's kind of stopped a little bit. Yeah. Um, What I tasted was good. I don't taste it. It smells hugely of blueberry um so listeners if you grab yourself one of these open it over a sink open it over a sink <laughs> yeah 100 um, it's not the most attractive looking beer no but sometimes i think some of these like some of theirs some of the nicest tasting ones are yeah. always or always the most attractive looking and to be honest is a glass wrecker sans sans the eruption oh yours looks um, much nicer than mine oh yeah mine's all right mine's no fine. mine looks like mud <laughs> Um, sans the eruption it I would say looks the way like it looks the way it did last year it's yeah mine similar. doesn't um maybe in, well I'm gonna try it, it it almost smells more like apple and cinnamon than it does mine oh. almost smells more apple cinnamon no I've definitely I've definitely got blueberry it's blueberry but like I don't know the uh, the thing I picture is like apple crumble or maybe just like a crumble in general fruit crumble i like it it's quite fruity it's quite tart there's a lot of cinnamon there um very cinnamon if there's no cinnamon in this i'd be shocked because it's very cinnamon yeah it's very cinnamony i mean i'm happy it's the right level for me i think uh the leaves begin to fall and a cool crisp breeze fills the autumn air all of which can only mean one thing the return of blueberry pumpkin spice latte anything but basic this modern cell beer hits the spot in any weather, but the sweet, tart blueberries and warming spices of cinnamon, nutmeg and ginger are best enjoyed as a seasonal sensation. The addition of lactose creates a smooth mouthfeel and sweet vanilla flavour to round off each sip. Definitely lactose here for sure. And the yeah. there. Um, yeah, I, I definitely get all that. And I think cinnamon, 
the ginger's a little bit more muted compared to the cinnamon yeah. and there's definitely like berry there it's very full-on mouthfeel very yeah thick get the vanilla get the spices get the blueberry I think it's definitely a different it's it's as good as it was last year for me I like it personally um when it's not erupting on me I like it um but I think it's a thing that if you really like those pumpkin spice beers and that's what you're looking for this is so wildly different yeah no this isn't it there is (laughs) the spices that are in the pumpkin spices but I wouldn't say that like you'd necessarily if you closed your eyes and drank it and didn't look at the label it wouldn't go pumpkin spice but it is a very good it's a very good fruity you'd probably say like spiced crumble more than yes than pumpkin spice completely yeah that's exactly what i get a spiced crumble i don't think it tastes as good as i remember it tasting which makes me sad oh mine does no mine doesn't i'm not like it's it's very tart and then spices and it's kind of it's almost generically fruity last time i really got blueberry i don't know whether it's because mine's like half of the fruit is in another glass or over the table but um yeah it's not it's not as good as i remember it i think mine tastes more or less as i remember i think there's maybe almost a little bit more like i want to say coffee-ish element to it like a roasty element to it but i don't even think they i don't think there is any like coffee element in it so i might be misremembering that completely but um it's there's not so i'm probably misremembering that um, but I think for like from what I remember, I think it's pretty much much of a much just tastes pretty similar, just a little bit more excitable than the bottle. Yeah, the two bottles much I've more had. Excitable. Um, but yeah, and mine's very muddy. Like mine's not cleared up like yours did. So oh yeah, mine's alright. That's probably what that's probably what the flavour is. I think my flavour's been dulled by. I would say mine definitely hasn't cleared up. Yeah, but yours looks like but a berry colour a bear it's more of a mine looks like mud <laughs> i would say i think the lighting looks different on the camera in person it does look a little bit more muddy yeah but i think i remember it looking similar last year or maybe a little bit more blueberry color yeah I feel like um it's definitely not as blueberry colored as yeah. it was last year but um there's highlights there like in mine it looks muddy but actually when you look at like the highlights to it yeah. it has that blueberry colored highlight um it's not off pitching but that's disappointing that yours doesn't feel like it. yeah no it makes me sad because mine looks like mud <laughs> looks mm. like there's dirt in the glass so that's not so fun or do you want some fun do you want some fun facts? yes let's have some you? fun facts <sighs> so i've got two lots of fun facts i'll do some of them now and i'll save some of them but uh there's over 150 types of pumpkin species in the world oh, that's fun uh they vary in color so it's not all just orange there are some that are green there are some that are white and i've got this pumpkin here to demonstrate if you're looking at the video um there are some that are more like reddish pinkish color and there's some that are actually ones. blue <gasps> i've seen the blue ones there's a i think it's called a blue jar is how you pronounce that mm. that is a bright blue pumpkin yeah there was um, a um, absolutely gorgeous color a pick your own pumpkin patch Ooh. in kent that i went to and they had white ones and pink ones and the blue ones it was super fun the blue ones apparently are like more rare as well so like i would have mm. been like getting that um but yeah that was interesting because i didn't really know i knew there was white and there was various shades of full fun colors but i didn't yeah. realize they were blue or red until i started looking um they all have their strengths and weaknesses as we said so like some are really good for baking mm-hmm. um like mammoth golds or sweetie pies that's a fun name <laughs> and uh, there are some that are better for brewing so like on various home brewing sites some said they like to use crookneck pumpkins some say they like to use cheese pumpkins Ooh. um cheese pumpkins are cool that because they look like wheels of cheese so they resemble a wheel of cheese with a oh. light orange skin color and smooth with only slight ribs. So, yeah, you don't typically um, you, you typically wouldn't use, as you said, like 
how you wouldn't use certain pumpkins you wouldn't use your standard carving pumpkins usually because they just have more minimal flavor and they're not as fermentable as like some other pumpkins so um yeah that was interesting i thought the atlantic giant is the largest species of pumpkin supposedly uh it can grow up to 400 it can grow up to between 400 and 500 pounds that's roughly around 181 to 227 kilos and it's the one that most resembles the great pumpkin in charlie brown uh there's a species called prize winner all one word (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and they are the ones that are best used for like roadside displays in the u.s and contests because they are quite uniform in shape um shallow ribs bright orange skin um Mm. so yeah those are the ones that tend to be the ones that are the best to put on display who would have known that prize winner was the best to put on display (laughs) (laughs) um there is one species of tiny pumpkins that's cooler it looks like this munchkin little baby one it's not called a munchkin it's called a bumpkin pumpkin oh there's probably munchkin pumpkins as well there's various like small ones um but i know that at least probably a lot of them look similar to this the small Mm. mini ones if you're watching the video it's a teeny tiny little pumpkin um but yeah a bumpkin pumpkin how cute is that um not all pumpkins are round so there's some like the shishikitani which are hourglass shaped oh for example uh, like kind of like a butternut squash yes exactly like a butternut squash but i think it's like it's like a but so there are some that are more on point to a butternut squash yeah how it kind of is like one size and then gets bigger bigger at the bottom yeah this one is quite literally from the photo that i saw it was like big on top then narrow and then like big again at the bottom like an hourglass yeah um and I don't even think that's something that like they've grown it in a particular mm. way to make that happen. That's just how they grow. So that was quite interesting. Um, just wanted to mention some of the fun names that I saw for pumpkins. There was Baby Boo. Um, that's kind of, I call fame on that sometimes. Uh, Casper. Obviously, both of Baby Boo and the Caspers have white outsides. Nice. <laughs> there was Little Pumpkemons. I don't know if that's just like, that's probably like an affectionate name for what yeah. somebody's named it, but it's not the scientific name, but it's hilarious. Um, there was Knuckleheads. Uh, warty Goblin. That was one. <laughs> A Warty Goblin. Nice. I'm going to guess that's got lots of warts on it. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And I just thought it was also worth noting, I've done this before, so I can vouch that this works. You can grow your own pumpkin seeds, basically. Like when you carve your pumpkin and you peel the insides out, what you do is you take those pumpkin seeds, you wash them, um, like get a colander, wash them off, get all the pulpy bits off, um, lay them out sort of flat on a baking sheet. You kind of dab them dry and then lay them out and then you let them fully, fully dry. And then you can basically just put them in like a little pouch or something else um, and you can grow pumpkins using those pumpkin seeds. It works. I've done it. Mine didn't flower annoyingly, but they did flower, but I don't think they, they didn't grow the pumpkin. I think it's because they, apparently you need to have a male and a female. And I don't think I did. So they just, they flowered and it was a beautiful, big, like yellow flower. Mm gorgeous and then nothing actually grew from it so oh. i kind of quit the growing the pumpkin growing game before i even started really um also you can roast the seeds and they're yummy you can my mum was like do you want to roast these pumpkin seeds because we were going to make soup with what yeah. i've got numerous pumpkins here because our office had a surplus of pumpkins um and she's like shall we roast some so some of these are going to be roasted and made into soup so um which brings me back to what i was saying about the brewing process basically to prepare those pumpkins in advance you basically have to cut them in half remove the seeds place it on a cookie sheet um it's optional if you want to season it or not you can put some brown sugar in or kind of whatever seasonings you sort of fancy there brown sugar it will kind of melt and caramelize when you put it in the oven um, you'll want to roast it until it's soft which your miles can vary depending on where you're roasting it and everything um, but it's typically around 375 degrees fahrenheit or 190 degrees celsius um i've done a squash which is obviously another type of gourd uh for about an hour mm. and that was fine um this says this said here like ru- can be roughly three hours that seems like a lot that's a lot i feel that like 45 like minutes to an hour so i think it probably depends on how big your pumpkin yeah. is as well um that's the type of pumpkin you have I'm not sure um then basically once that's 
that's done you decide if you want to cube it puree it I've got some pumpkin puree in my fridge right now from basically doing this um and then you just store it in the fridge till brew day then you want to get it to warm like room temperature and then from there you kind of add it in whenever you decide you want to add it in if you add it into the boil or wherever else but I have been given on one website a top tip apparently that if you're a super sustainable person um once you've put it in the boil and it's been the pumpkin pieces have been boiled apparently you can make pumpkin pie using those pieces oh i would have never thought to try that but but they do avoid um, they do advise putting the pumpkin into like mesh bags effectively yeah. to avoid a stuck mash which obviously doesn't work if you're using like pumpkin puree but if you're using yeah. like cubed pieces um have you ever brewed or home brewed obviously home brewed with a uh, pumpkin before yeah I made the pumpkin double. Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah. That was really good. Yeah. Did you, you use puree, didn't you? I used puree, yeah. A lot of times, so what I found was like a lot of times when you're brewing like a larger scale brewery, in the US anyways, um, larger scale brewery, they tend to use canned. Apparently fresh is always kind of best. However, yeah. they will use canned a lot of the time. This obviously isn't hard and fast rule because they want to hit the market first. Yeah. And a lot of times in order to get it out as quickly as possible, even before autumn hits, they need to have some pumpkin and pumpkins haven't been harvested yet. They're not ready to be harvested and, yeah. and used. So they used canned pumpkin from last year. I mean, it's a bit of a stretch to try and get canned pumpkin over here. Oh, you have to try. I think we talked about this before. You have, you have to go to, to the international at, section. Yeah, as well. if, And if you're lucky, they'll have it in an American section. I've not seen it in a while like the cans of pumpkin I've got cans of pumpkin in my cupboard right now and they were from the year before because I stocked up I did as well yeah. but then I got these pumpkins yeah and I've made puree and I've frozen some of it and so yeah. it depends because sometimes I've done that and the pumpkin itself wasn't a very good eating mm. pumpkin so the puree wasn't that tasty yeah. um whereas you know the stuff in the can is made to be like put in baked goods put in food like put in cooking and stuff so yeah Depends. yeah so those are all your your fun facts for the day shall we move on to our last and final let's beer? move on to our last one episode three now <laughs> i feel i'm like I, don't, I think we'll be okay with this one <laughs> so do you want to say which one this one is this is s43 and brew york's pumpkin pumpkin lure of the dark side this year it's called imperial pumpkin spice latte stout um <laughs> i love on the side i've just noticed there's store, store between two degrees and six degrees celsius in the fridge obviously <laughs> that's sassy. i love it oh it's got hercules hops in it i've seen hercules hops growing i say i don't think i actually stopped to look at any of the of the bill on it interesting Pale there's actual unit. pumpkin in it there's pumpkin, pumpkin and spices it? and single origin coffee beans yeah right. obviously you could go back and listen to our episode last year yeah. on the pumpkin spice with s43 which was an incredible beer um again this is one of their yearly releases that yeah. i look forward to i quite like that they, quite the they changed closing. they changed the name every year they do yeah and i'm like then i wonder if it's different but it tends to be the probably same slight. Beer. I imagine they probably it's like the same beer. They probably make like slight subtle differences to it. Yeah, like what coffee they use, maybe yeah. and the hops they yeah. use. And yeah, despite despite the rumors you heard, they're not closing. They are yeah. moving location, so they are stopping brewing till it, until they move location. This is very spicy. Mm. It has like a luxurious, like rich aroma to mm. it. That's what I think of in my mind. Like dried fruits. I think that's the spices coming through as like dried yeah. fruits. Lots of ginger, coffee. Ooh. Ooh. Did not expect that. That is quite fruity. I didn't expect and that. Chocolatey. When I say I didn't expect that, I don't mean that in a negative way. No. That was a positive. Wow. Ooh. 8.5%, which I feel it tastes about that level. Because there's that like booziness in the in the back end of it. Yeah. Um, I'd like to know what single origin coffee they used. It's got to be beans. It's got to be something that's more fruity notes it's to it, surely. Yeah, it's proper fruity. I really like it. I feel like this is the most coffee one out of them all. And the, yeah. the spices are a little bit more subtle, but balanced in a really nice way. Yeah. 
this is very smooth. And when I say that, you know, it tastes about the 8.5% mark, yeah, I would say it's more like on the exhale. Like once you've had a sip, the back end on an exhale, you're like, okay. Like yeah. there's a little bit of booziness there, but it's not, it's quite easy to drink. It doesn't have like an overpowering like alcohol burn or anything like that I mean I know I'm only saying it's 8.5% it's not double digits but it's quite nice the fruitiness was surprising mm, it's really lovely I've still got a can of last year so I feel like at some point I've got another can of this mm. and I've got one from last year so I'm gonna have to do a side by side probably yeah overall very enjoyable it might actually I like them all this one might be actually my favourite. I was thinking the same it's a thing. Sipper. It's definitely one that I feel like I'd sip on because it would be too rich if I was just like drinking it quickly. <laughs> I just totally did that that meme. What's your drink of choice? I was thinking I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I forgot that video. <laughs> um, I just wanted to say that I've got a few more f- pumpkin facts. Oh, reason why. I thought we were done with the pumpkin facts. I thought, yeah, so we were. But actually, there was another link that I had, which is 15 pumpkin facts that'll make you say, oh, my God. Oh, can we say, oh, my God? Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's pumpkin facts. Oh, my God. God. Um, There was something the other day that made me me really laugh. And it was something about, oh, my God. Or something about gods. And I was like, to Gordon, I was like, ha, 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 that's funny. And he's like, I don't get it. And I was like, "What, what do you mean? And I had to explain that a gourd... Is a pumpkin and a butterfly squash. <laughs> and I, I was appreciate, like, yeah, you're I not going to get that joke. It. I would if, if you don't know what God appreciated. Is. I know you would have done that. Yeah, I love that that video of that guy going, "Oh my God, it's pumpkin spice." That is literally me you. To me. <laughs> every year. Like you, I feel like you know when pumpkin spices have come out because I message you the second that I get the message literally the second I get capital letters message it's here it's here I'm also yelling at me over Facebook messenger I I yell at like Rick like I'll be like it's happening and he's like what and I was like pumpkin spice um it happened when I was at work this year not working from home and I was like guess we're gonna have to go and get pumpkin spice so I did um it was great uh, but yeah this I couldn't not go to this it's good housekeeping's website which is okay. like a US website couldn't not go to it. it's 15 facts that'll make you say oh my god uh so number one the word pumpkin showed up for the first time in the fairy tale Cinderella oh. I'm not fact checking by the way I'm not <laughs> fact checking any yeah, of please these. do your own own, do your own checking on this do your own independent research fact check the fuck out of it i just picked this because it oh my god so i'm that's why i'm choosing to read this i can't vouch if it's accurate but yeah the, apparently the word pumpkin showed up for the first time in the fairy tale cinderella a french explorer in, so this is like the thing underneath it a french explorer in 1584 first called them gross mel- melons which was translated into english as Pompions, according to history, it wasn't until the 17th century that they were first referred to as pumpkins. Oh, okay. Interesting. Uh, I knew this one. The original jack o' lanterns were made with turnips and potatoes by the Irish. Yes, I did I actually that. know that. Um, in England, they used large beaks and lit them with embers to ward off evil spirits. Yeah. Irish immigrants brought their customs to America, but found that pumpkins were much easier to carve. Yeah. I can imagine, can you imagine carving like a tiny... <laughs> the ter- but the turnips are just much harder. And it's not like they're hollow in the middle, like they're solid all the way through. Oh, I'm just picturing like trying to carve a potato. <laughs> like I'm like trying to fit like a tiny potato and you're just like putting a little face on it and you're like, this is my pumpkin. <laughs> They didn't necessarily put faces on them. Like they like kind of what took they, the inside. So out. I knew so I knew that they made like I knew they made the jackalant for them, but it's just yeah. like it's just like thinking how like they'd have just put them? like a like you know, we're not getting as elaborate as the things that you do. Like it's just to make it look a bit scary to scare <laughs> off evil spirits. Someone's and, carved a hop <laughs> like, yeah, so. right. <laughs> and also like the light. Because it's still a tradition now. Like I will light a candle and leave it. Like I, I use an electric one, obviously for safety, and I leave it in my window overnight on Halloween because then it guides the spirits home. 
and like away from living in your house <laughs> i like that that's good oh here's a good one pumpkins are grown on every continent except antarctica yeah i'd say it's probably difficult to do it in antarctica i mean yeah <laughs> but it's something you don't really think about is it like until someone tells you it's grown everywhere not antarctica um over 1.5 billion pounds of pumpkins are produced each year in the united states and the top pumpkin producing states are illinois indiana ohio pennsylvania and california which you would assume that that would mean they probably would be the places that have the most amount of pumpkin beer. But I wonder if that's actually the case. Um, Because obviously like New England, I feel like because we're big on autumn and Halloween and all that. We've got Salem. We've got all the things. We really love our pumpkin flavored things, our pumpkin spiced flavored things. I wonder how big that is in those states. For the honor of Boston. No, because I don't think... (laughs) We produce that many pumpkins comparatively because Illinois and Indiana and Ohio. Yeah. Those are quite. But no, but you're going to, are you going to contest that just because they've got all the pumpkins, it doesn't mean that's where all the pumpkin beer comes from? (laughs) No, no. I was just wondering if it has that same type of presence over there. Right. Because of the fact that they are top. Yeah. Or if, (laughs) yeah. I I don't know if that's, if there's any correlation. That'd be interesting if, if there was. I don't know. Um, Morton, Illinois calls itself the pumpkin capital of the world. So 90%, 95% of the pumpkins grown in the US are harvested in Illinois soil. Oh. And apparently Morton, Morton is allegedly responsible for 80% of the world's canned pumpkin production. Oh. So I wonder if any pumpkins you put into your pumpkin double. Maybe. From Morton. They may well have been. 80% of the US's pumpkin crop is available during October. I mean, that seems obvious. That's not really a fun fact, is it? I'm not saying, oh my God, over that. No, we're going to start like rating how fun these facts are. Not fun. That is not, oh my no. God. Um, world's heaviest pumpkin weighed over 2,600 uh, 2, pounds and it was grown in Germany. So in kilos. Same real money. <laughs> in kilos, that is roughly. 1,179 kilos. That's a lot. You go, Germany. (laughs) This is, I think this is quite, oh my God. The largest pumpkin pie ever baked weighed 3,699 pounds, which is, it already knows that I want to search pounds to kilos. I love that. Roughly 1,678 kilos. Wow. Did it say where that was made? going to be in one of, one of your american states it doesn't even say it so that has like, downgraded the, how can i the, go oh, oh my, my god, god if you're not telling I me where know. it's made <laughs> i don't know who to even well i can tell you though the fact that they've given you underneath that has nothing to do with where that pumpkin pie is from right. though they do put a picture of it oh there's a photo of it but there's literally no detail around no, it no it says originated in the colonies just not as we know them today the pumpkin pie recipes um, colonists would cut the tops off pumpkins, remove the seeds, fill the pumpkins with milk, spices, and honey, and then bake them in hot ashes. Oh, it doesn't sound like pumpkin pie, but I'm interested. That is an interesting approach. You do so it on the grill outside. Try it. We should make some of these historic <laughs> things. Oh, this could be oh my god! Oh. Each pumpkin has about 500 seeds. Oh, that is interesting. They take between 90 and 120 days to grow which is why it's recommended to plant them between May and July over in that part of the world. Probably not over here. It's probably different. Um, <laughs> Delaware used to host an annual punk and chunk and championship, which I knew this basically teams compete in a pumpkin launching competition. Oh. Pumpkins shot almost 5,000 feet in the air from a cannon. So uh, uh, they're not throwing them then. I was going to say, is it like welly? Oh, uh, it's like, a trebuchet <laughs> oh i was hoping that people uh, were like shot putting it it's that's about five five thousand feet it's about 1524 meters oh so um, I, I wanted it to be really exciting like i wanted to like equate it to welly wangin like that's a weird I, the word wangin makes wang, me feel you like i like the word but also it feels weird. oh is that like people throw their boots yeah. That people oh. grow a welly and like you want to like get a good spin on it so that it goes really far. <laughs> we drove someplace that, that's like uh we there's some place in the in the UK that's like responsible for like 
the the pea flicking competition of who can <laughs> flick a pea the farthest. And it's something to do with we're like, simple folk. It's something just to like do with like this, this <laughs> We don't need no trebuchets. No. We just throw them. Something like this village, like the way it's, it's like yeah. quite hilly, and it's like if you do it in the right way, it will bounce. The pea will bounce off all these buildings oh. and go like quite far, apparently. Um, but yeah, the places that's... where you roll cheese down hills as well. Oh yes, that's cheddar. That's in cheddar, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. yeah, Cheddar Gorge. I we went to Cheddar Gorge, and I thought it'd be brilliant if they had a mascot called Cheddar George. <laughs> Just think cheddar about that. Gorgeous. What is that a thing? Cheddar Gorgeous. Cheddar Gorgeous is a drag queen. Are you, oh, not watch- are you not watching no, the sh- series? No spoilers. No spoilers. No spoilers. No spoilers. Hell, you are so behind. I've, I've, ha- I've been busy. I've had a lot of things on. Um, but the Punk and Chunk Kid, yeah. it's not an event anymore, Joe. Don't worry. It was cancelled in 2017. Think- because they're using trebuchets instead of just shot putting uh, it. Yeah. And guess what? There was a tragic accident <gasps> in 2016. What happened? Um, I'm going to find die? out now. <laughs> Two injured in oh, didn't die. horrific pumpkin accident <laughs> at pumpkin chunkin festival in delaware an air cannon exploded while launching oh. while launching a pumpkin oh that health and safety was not good no in ca- in this case an air cannon called the pumpkin reaper i mean that's unfortunate <laughs> that is an unfortunate <laughs> name this is not funny but no. holy shit um exploded as it launched a pumpkin with a trapdoor and other parts flying into the air oh, and there was footage of it posted on youtube oh my goodness 39 year old woman was um struck by falling pieces in the head oh yeah um yeah this is why you should just shop at it I'm going to spare you the other injuries, but yeah, um, the other no, guy, 56 year old, suffered non life threatening injuries, so okay. he he was he was right. But oh my goodness, so no more pumpkin junking. That nice. is, mm-mm. um, fact number eleven. Yeah, very bad health and safety. Um, that was definitely an oh my god, that was but not in a good god. way. No. That was like a oh my god yeah. graphic. Um, there are more than 45 different varieties of pumpkin. Wrong. There's more than 150. Yeah. Buddy, um, wrong. Good housekeeping. They've, this one says they've got names like Hooligan, Cotton Candy, and Orange Smoothie. So, fun. Um, 12 pumpkins are technically fruits. It's not that exciting, is it? No. Every single part of a pumpkin is edible. Yeah. Well, even the stem. Obviously. Yeah. I mean, I suppose you could eat it. I wouldn't want yeah. to. You can eat it. It's just not... like You can eat tree bark. Doesn't mean I want to. <laughs> it's true. Um, oh, this is a good one. Pumpkins are over 90% water which makes them a low calorie food. Oh. One cup of canned pumpkin has less than 100 calories and only half a gram of fat. And in comparison, in pumpkin bread. Oh, yeah, true. In comparison, the same size serving of a sweet potato has triple the calories. They also oh. have more fiber than kale, more potassium than bananas, and are full of heart healthy magnesium and iron. Nice. Um, but yeah, again, when you put them in like a pumpkin bread with a <laughs> cheesecake. Pie. A cheesecake yeah. layer on it or something <laughs> maybe not so much um and then hey, this is ridiculous number 15 the least oh my god ever surprisingly pumpkin pie isn't america's favorite well no shit no one goes that's about as american as uh pumpkin pie no one says that no. this is according to a survey by the american pie council it's apple yeah of course it is 19 percent of it says that's everyone knows that there's an entire song about choice. it Pumpkin is second place with a respectable 13%. Like I said, no one goes, oh, so American, just like pumpkin pie. They say, oh, that's as American as apple Ameri- pie. As apple pie, yeah. There's a film. Pie is an apple pie. There's basically a films with that yeah. in it. There's yeah. all kinds of things. No one says pumpkin pie. No, that's dumb. Oh, thanks. Good housekeeping. That's all the facts I've got. Ta-da. Only like three of them made me say, oh my yeah. God. There you go, my listeners. That is our pumpkin beers episode. Yeah, um, obviously, shout outs to Kitch from Brass Castle because that yes. was like one of the best ones. That I've still, so compared good. to all these, these are all very good, but still, even when you take the American one into consideration, yeah. I think Kitch is still, yeah, still up there. there. Very there. enjoyable. Um, um, we've got Carvin Yams. I got yeah, your Carvin Yams. I've had Abby Dale's yearly release of Pilgrim. Pilgrim. Very good. Um. I feel like what other ones are we missing any other ones that we that I can think of that came out not that I can think of off the top of my head I think we got everything 
Yeah, I can't think of any other ones off the top of my head. I was sad that um, Abbeydale didn't put out their Peach and Pumpkin Funk Dungeon one this year. I did they not? It. I, I thought that so. they did. did. They? If they did, I'm I thought buy they some, did. So good. I still have mine from last year, I think. Oh, but I, I know that, that it will get extra funky. So. I drank it because <laughs> it was so good. I'm just Googling now. Oh, this looks good. This is not that one. <laughs> Their labels are interesting. Yeah, I, like um, I really like the artwork on there. The Funk Dungeon one is uh, uh, Rise Again, spelled R-Y-E-S. Arrowage oh, Fruited Sour Beer. Oh, that's why it's got rye in it, hasn't it? And I'm going to guess there's rye in that bad boy. Um, that's good. That's got to be interesting. Mm. No, unfortunately. No, see, it's not out. Maybe no, sad. but it's delicious. there is a cellar master reserve. Sushon goes. Mm. That's interesting. Uh, but yeah, this year's pilgrim was great. So <laughs> the take that as take that as you will. So anyway. That's it. We're done. That's it. We're done. Um, <laughs> Tori, if people want to talk to you about um, your spoopy bitch cup. So spoopy. And how jealous they are that you have one and they I'm don't. So jealous. Where can they get hold of you? Uh, yeah, if you want to watch me gloat about my spoopy bitch mug, um, you can find me on Instagram at adventures underscore in underscore optimism. Um, I guess you could email me at gmail adventures and optimism at gmail.com uh, I will answer I'll probably be the first point of contact for your podcast emails at podcast at gmail.com um, yeah that's me Joe. where can people ask you to make them a spooky bitch mug <laughs> uh, I mean you can ask me and I'm going to say no because it's uh, Instant edition. World, worldwide exclusive <laughs> gatekeeping <laughs> <laughs> yeah. worldwide exclusive so um, you can find me at my beer school which is love beer learning uh that is love beer learning on facebook instagram twitter tiktok pinterest and youtube um as i may have mentioned the last time there's some exciting things coming so keep an eye out been fiddling around with some stuffs so we'll see how that goes um also we have a uh, we i have a website which is lovebelearning.co.uk and you can get a hold of me on email at lovebelearning at gmail.com uh you can also get a hold of us on the podcast at a woman's brew on facebook instagram twitter we don't read the twitter we're not following old elon musk so yeah don't bother there but we're there, we there but we're not there we're but there, we're, there. But we're not really there and we are on youtube as a woman's brew podcast Let's go finish up the yeah. rest of these amazing pumpkin beers. Let's do it. As they say. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.